This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Good morning. Um, it's Marianne Kenny. Bogart Kenny is under the weather, so I have been hoodwinked into this. Hoodwinked. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Um, Paul. Okay. Now, this man, yeah, Bogie's under the weather today, so I have my wife is co-hosting with me, so she's managing the other board. She's going to re- lead the, now if you, this is a show about items or stuff. Bogart always says stuff. If you have any of these items, which is on this list. Okay, and here is the list. If you have old china, you have art, you have comics, records, toys, old lamps, gold, silver, cash. No, not cash. Gas <laughs> and oil and memorabilia, costume jewelry, Royal Daltons, sewing stuff, advertising, die-cast cars, signs, old cars. Sport memorabilia. Yep. So this is, now we're going to be a lot of information today. So you have to get a, a pen and paper. Make sure that, as Bogart says, make sure they both work. We're going to be giving you, the, you can call down to the show right now. We are live at Liberty Village. So you can call, what numbers now there, Marianne? You can call 416-360-0740, or the toll-free number is one eight six six. And that's if you want to get any kind of information. I like to say we handle everything. We tell you, we tell you what your items are worth, but more importantly, what Bogart and I do and with consignment heroes is we tell you how to sell it. Now, in case you don't know, Bogart and I are from uh, Storage Wars Canada or Storage Wars and Northern Treasures as seen on uh, Netflix, A and E, and about 140 countries around the world. This is your only time to see my wife here be on film because you can podcast us later on the week if you miss this show, or you can actually live stream us by going to Zoomer Radio and you can live stream this show as you see it right now. Cause we have a couple things we're going to be showing pictures of here today as well. Now, this, that's important. Like a lot of times people wonder wh- how I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for about 40 years and I'm trying to teach Bogart the ins and outs about antiques and just about people helping people downsize and teaching him a little bit about life. Like, and it's one of the big things I say is people are important. Stuff is not, but we're in the stuff business. We help people get rid of their stuff. Okay. Now in the show today, we're also going to be talking. Uh, to Rick Tobacco, the real estate, uh, Royal LePage Real Estate, where we're giving, we'll also be giving you gold and silver prices by the gram so that you don't get hoodwinked by some of these, uh, uh, some of our competitors out there. 
And we'll be talking about the Aberfoyle Antique Show, which is next Saturday. And sorry, sorry, it's two Saturdays from now. On June 15th is the big show at Aberfoyle Antique Market, which is just off Highway 401 on Highway 6, about two miles north of there. Okay. Now, this show is held twice a year, and it's been moved. So this is why it's very important you mark this on your calendar, because anything that you, they would have sent you out in the print, you would have said it was supposed to be on May 11th. It has been moved until June 15th. And because last week was such a miserable day for Christy, I'm sure there's a lot of pent-up demand, the things you couldn't get out to, no one wanted to go out and get wet last week at uh, Christy. And, and so you should be going out to the show. I'm saying Aberfoyle Antique Market, June 15th. Now, they have a show every Sunday. Everyone knows about that. But this is the special show where they get the best dealers. And I think the show is already sold out for all the dealers. You can't even, if you're a dealer and you want to get in there, I don't think you can. Doug has already sold out the show. This is on June 15th. He has the top dealers in Canada, or especially in Ontario, coming there with their wares. And it's they don't want to go home with the stuff, so you'll be able to make deals. Go come with cash in hand and come there. If you want to get any kind of uh, uh, architectural, you want to get any kind of stuff for uh, outside garden, any type of stuff for uh, bowls, any kind of collectibles, people have um, gasoline signs, they have uh, kitchen stuff, they have furniture. They don't want to go home with the stuff. So this is very important. June 15th, the Aberfoyle Antique Market. And after that, you go down and see my friends at uh, just south of the 401 at Clappison's Corners. I was over at his store this week, and it was like he's got 15,000 square feet, and he's filled it all. He's filled it to the roofs, and he needs help. He needs help selling it. Okay? Let's go see Ron. Oh, my wife wants to say something. One of the things that it's really lovely about going out to um, Aberfoyle, it's a, a beautiful walk through. It's you get great exercise. You see, uh, it's great for if you bring children and grandchildren. They have a great snack bar, great ice cream. It's a wonderful outing. It's a great outing. So yeah. I would encourage if you enjoy looking at uh, history, there's a lot of history there. It's beautiful. It's a great, great walk. I love it. I love it. It's a beautiful. You actually do. When Bogart says that he doesn't mean it, you, act, you actually, actually mean it. I actually mean it because I, I like going out for a walk. I like seeing stuff. And, you know, you can always grab a piece of jewelry. I mean, you can never have enough jewelry. <laughs> the commendable attitudes yeah. cost me a fortune over the <laughs> yeah, years. Right. Okay. So. I'm just going to say that I can't say enough about the antiques in Western Ontario between uh, people at Southworks, people at Clappison's Corners, and the Aberfoyle Antique Market. If you can't find it out there, it's really worth the trip. Now, if you're going out today, I want you to keep us on at 740 uh, AM and or 96.7 FM if you're in the city. But if you're driving out there, what you know what I want one day is someone to go there and call me on their cell phone. Here, I'm at Clapson's Corners. Or here, I'm at the antique, I'm at uh, the Aberfoyle Antique Market. Paul, is this a good deal? That's what I want to hear one day. But I think the board is, is all rung up here. Marianne, we should be going to one of these calls. Okay. Uh, we have Lolita uh, with a painting from the uh, 90s. Hi, Lolita. And, uh, Hello. Uh, yes, I met a, a gentleman uh, his name was Ronald. He was in his 80s at the time. Okay. Uh, he was, lived and rented a studio on uh, on DuPont. Okay. And he he was selling his paintings at that time for around three thousand dollars. 
And they were the type of paintings that, you know, they're not scenery or people, just uh, what do you call it when they <laughs> you Still can't really tell what it is. Oh, abstract. Okay. What was uh-huh. Ronald's last name? I don't recall. This I is going to help. This is going to be hard. Him. Pardon? I have three paintings by him. Okay. Now we're going to have to see what they look like now because <laughs> I can't overemphasize how knowing the first and last name of the painter is going to help if we're I going know. to try and come up with a value on them here. <laughs> now, yes. if they were that much money, now here's part of it is, is there a secondary market for his, his paintings? So sometimes the studio sells them for a lot of money, but they don't back it up. They don't buy them back. And there's nobody who, oh, I missed the, the, the sale. There's no more uh, Ronald. I'm going to call him Ronald. Do, Ronald does paintings um, as the artist's name. I missed him, and I want to get one of his paintings. Now, but he's no, he's passed on, no longer making anymore, and I want to get one. So I have to buy one from someone who already owns one, and that's where you have the escalation of prices, okay? Yes. But I have to know who it is, and but I'm also saying that sometimes it's, uh, the artist sells his stuff and there's no collectability to it. They're nice on the wall and you say, okay, I paid 3000 but you might only be able to get two or 300 And it might be 10000 I don't know without knowing the last okay. name of the painter here. But sometimes you bomb right from the artist and sometimes the story is more important than the actual painting sometimes. It is to you probably at this time. Would you like me to tell you the story? <laughs> sure. Tell me the story. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, I'm 80 now, but at that time in the 90s, <clears throat> still in my 50s, I was an exotic dancer oh. at the house, house of Lancaster. I know in, the place. Okay. Uh, on Bloor. Yeah. And this gentleman would come in as a, as a customer. And he was over 80. He would drink quite a bit, and either I and another uh, lady, and she told me also, we'd usually, when he was a poor guy, was out of money, we'd take him to the bank machine, then we'd take him to the Kentucky Fried Chicken, then we'd drive him home and help him up the stairs. Wow. Yes. So that's full service. Okay. Yes, yes. And uh, he uh, he very much liked coming for the, you know, the topless dancing and so on. And... Uh, he he was you know then he would give me or give her sometimes a painting but his paintings he would sell for three thousand dollars and more and I'm not talking with large wall size paintings yeah. maybe thirty inches by thirty inches and I did have a, a booklet but then I went to live in El Salvador and I came back and I've lost touch and I don't know what's happened to him but I, I'm guessing that since he was not in the best of health and he did not take care, good care of himself that he's probably gone to, to where all good painters go okay um, yeah. I'd like to you know something Lolita what, what's your Lolita answer? are you enjoying looking at the paintings or have you got them out and displayed have you got them on the wall well I have a, a, a couple on, on, on the wall but unfortunately when I went to live in, well, I went with Radio Voces Latinas to drive 107 ambulances to El Salvador back in 2010. We were 19 volunteers. Yeah. And I stayed there about seven years. And uh, the people that were living in my house uh, just put these paintings out in the shed or whatever. And uh. some of them got damaged. And there are a couple that are, are still in, in good condition. And I. You know I, something? You know, we're doing another TV show. About this radio show. 
And so far this morning, you're the first call, but you're the most interesting call I've had today already. And I can honestly <laughs> say that, that the story behind the items is part of what we're looking for here. Yes. And, and we don't know what these paintings are worth because you haven't told me who they are. Now, it'd be interesting to find out because of the backstory, whether they're worth money now or whether they're not. And, yeah. uh, I want you to hold on the line. And I want Sebastian, if you don't mind giving Sebastian your phone number, sure. I'd like to talk to you after the show. Okay. And Lolita, okay. I think you need to write a book. Oh. That sounds okay. very interesting. <laughs> your life sounds... Well, I actually live in Niagara Falls, New York, and I come into Toronto usually on, on the weekends because I attend two Spanish-speaking churches here on Sunday. Great. Lovely. I'm going to get your phone number, but also if you can send me a picture, send, if you've got it on your, you know, your cell phone, to sales. Um, I have some other smart young young gentlemen from Mexico in, in, in the home where I go that they know how to do all this smart phone, okay. phone stuff, but I'm 81 and I don't do all that. <laughs> well, no, it looks, sounds like you've done enough already. So, But yes. I'm going to give you, I'm going to cut, when you give Sebastian... Um, our number, our um, email is zoo, is sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Lolita, do you have a pen at the moment? Uh, well, I've just parked because I was driving. Oh, okay. okay. Give Sebastian your number, and we will talk about this later. But I want to get that on the air anyway. But, okay. uh, yeah, no, you sound, um, you sound interesting. I'm going to say that for sure. Colorful. Okay. Colorful. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Thank, Thank you, Lolita. Next bye bye. And now we have Julie. Oh, yes. Rapture's jacket from 94 Untouched. Wow. Okay. That's first. This is from. Uh, you take it. <laughs> well, I know. Hello. What do you know about the Raptor jacket? Tell Hello. me how you do it. Hi, Julie. Hi. Uh, I, I was given this jacket. I guess it's 24 years old. It's a. Uh, Starter official NBA uh, black jacket with the purple and black and the Raptors signee on it. Is this uh, leather or um, silk? Nylon. Nylon. Okay. It's ninety four NBA. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's Raptors are getting very, very, very hot. Now, I mean, even because. Um, Winning does amazing things for the collecting community. And there's a lot of people who've, they've bought everything from this year and now they're starting to work back. Now, 94 was, uh, first year. Now, this will have the dinosaur on it dribbling the ball. Yes. Yeah, no, I love that logo. And, uh, but they were called the Barneys. These yeah. were, they're, they're purple. And uh, even though the dinosaur was red, yes. they called them Barneys. Right. The Barney uniforms. Yeah. Um, on this here, these would sell. Um, as a first year, yeah, probably two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. So where would I take it to sell it? You do it on consignment at Consignment Heroes. We would be able to take this, and uh, you call us at our store, which is nine oh five. I know. I've got it on my computer. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that I think right now is the time. Do you know why? Do you know why someone's going to buy this? Because they're going to want to wear it down when they go to the game. I know. It's just, it's brand new. Like I said, it's never been worn. What size is it? Hope it's not small. It's extra large. Perfect. Okay. And it's, it's, I mean, it, I was thinking, I've had it in this drawer for so many years. And I mean, what's it sitting here for? Because we're older seniors now, you know? We're and, all uh, Zoomers. No, no, we're seniors. We're just well. getting older. Okay. 
Anyway, so like I'm going on 83. I'm no young chicken. <laughs> no, but you, hey, are you going to watch the game tonight? Oh, I watch it till 1 o'clock at night, right? <laughs> no, no, we're going to have some fun tonight. Now, No, so it is worth something, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you have tickets, the game to one tickets, there are two of them available. One sells for about $40, and that was the one they gave to everybody there, and it came in a little plastic case. The game one tickets from the first season of the Raptors goes for between a hundred to one hundred fifty dollars. Oh my! Okay, goodness. the the um, then you've got the programs yeah. which are now which used to sell for five dollars and now selling for thirty dollars. Yeah, anything to do with the Raptors right now is hot. Is I know. Hot. It's just that I like I said that. What do you call that guy with the the dinosaur? What is it? I just call him just the Raptor. It's the it's the thing under the logo thing. Yeah, the logo. Yeah. Yeah, it's got. Toronto Raptors, and he's holding the silver baseball. Basketball. Yeah, basketball. basketball. Okay. No, this is something you'd be able to get a hold of us before the, the – if they win, it'll even be better. But oh. right now, the hype. I'm going to say someone would love to buy this to wear to the game. Yes. You know, and that's – you got to strike while the iron's hot. I mean, you go and buy even the new stuff, the stuff you go into one of these big um, big box sports stores, uh-huh. it's going to cost you $200. I'd rather buy something like that because there might only be 50 of your item alone around oh, yeah, right now. Yeah, like I said, it's never been used. My husband never used it. We just had it. In the, I guess my daughter gave it to us and put it in the drawer, and it's never been used. And now these rafters are all coming. I thought, what are we going to do with this jacket? So that's Sell it. why I thought I'd call you. So I could bring it up to you, right? Yes, you can. Okay, if you have exactly. tickets for any of the original games of the season, yeah. first games, I'm always interested in that, programs. Uh-huh. Anything to do with Raptors, uh, Maple Leafs, um, the Jays in the good years. Yeah, the Jays this year are not so good, but yeah. the, the Jays in the good years are good. Sports memorabilia, tickets, programs, they all sell. People try to recapture their, their childhood at vastly inflated prices. How's that? So, like, how do I do, like, you just... Julie, can you come up to the store at, yes. uh, you know, the address? Yes, we know where it is. Yes. Oh, okay. So just pop up with the jacket to the store. Yes. yes. And see myself or Walter or Michael. Yeah. And I'm sure we can help you. We'll do it on consignment. We can sell it for you right away. Okay? Oh, really? Okay, honey. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, Julie. Bye-bye. We also do, besides Raptors, we do coins, gold, silver, yes. toys, records. Typewriters. Typewriters. Memorabilia. Uh, anything and everything. As now read I, the number out, the phone number that people can call us. 416-360-0740 or the toll-free number, which is one 740 Four zero, and I remember you read that like a zoomer. Did I? Yes, you I read am. it nice and slow. People I can copy it. I'm I know. A okay. Um, We're going to be right back after the break. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. 
Having cabinets built by New Generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. We're back. We're back. Yes. And um, again, the phone number is 416-360-0740 or the toll-free number, which is 1-866-740-4740. And we have uh, June from Georgetown, who has an old painting. Hi, June. Hi. How are you you doing, June? Good, good. Shall I tell you about it? Sure. As much as I know, the uh, the border or whatever that it's on is a scene from Scotland. I see signed E, I believe it's the letter E, Edward Davis, and I see 1915. Uh, it's uh, a man in a kilt and a tam, and he's fishing. And on the back is um, Locke. I'm sure it's it's Locke L O C H A W E Locke Aw on the back. It is very old. Uh, it's been nailed on. There are actual nails that they've nailed this on. Father-in-law in Scotland had done some work for someone in the area, and this was his payment. Okay, now it's funny how that happens. Lolita got paid in paintings too. Okay, <laughs> on. Um, a wa- is it a watercolor or is it a pa- an oil? Do you know? I have I couldn't tell you because I'm not into art itself. Um, okay. As they say, it's um, he's in full Scottish regalia, the kilt and the jacket and the tam. But he's I'm saying fly fishing because it looks like that long rod. Over, okay. And it, it looks like he has a net in his hand, and it's uh, quite a spectacular view. What uh, size is colors it? Colors are. You know, the colors are what I'm saying, maybe not not sharp. Okay. It's a mountain looks like a mountain in the in the you know, in the scene as well. And on the water it almost looks like it's an old old uh small castle on the water and I could be wrong about that. Okay. The image like sometimes when you have fly fishing and you have the Scottish regalia, everything like this is gonna be good. On, um, but it's a, it's oil or it's a print, okay? Um, that's why I have to see. Paintings are toughest thing to do over the air. Mm-hmm, Unless right. something, say, that, um, it's a Picasso or something like that. Um, Edward Davis, if it's who I'm thinking of, he's about 1893, 1988. And, uh, some of his oils will go for four or $500. Mm-hmm. Now, it depends on the subject matter. And it might be a print, uh, if it's a litho, it's going to be, Fifty, sixty dollars. Just it's like wall carving, depending on what the, what the frame is. Mm-hmm. What I want to sell to tell people is, if you've got prints, don't before you bring them into me, do not replace the frames or anything like that. Don't put any money into it mm-hmm. until you mm-hmm. find out what it's worth. I'd have to actually see this now. You can send me off a picture okay. uh, to sales at Toronto Gold Silver. Um, depends if your camera is good enough to be able to take a close up picture of the. Uh, what I want to see is the image of the uh, the total image, uh, an image of the signature close up, and the back. Depending if there's a gallery uh, label on the back, mm-hmm. that'll tell me what country mm-hmm. came out of. Yeah, this is not framed. 
Oh, good. Okay. It, it's not frayed. It's been nailed on. The material it was painted on, they have nailed it onto this, the frame, the, the board or whatever that it's on. It's Canvas. Actual nails all around. So it might have more age. It might be my... It might be the same guy. It might be a little bit older than what we're thinking. Yeah. Uh, depending on what it is, like sometimes it, with art, and I say this is how it comes down. When you're buying them for wall, at, when you're decorating, you really don't care. If something's fifty, seventy-five, or hundred dollars, it doesn't matter. But people who are collecting it for investment purposes and stuff like that, the name means everything. Yeah. Right. It really does. The name means everything. Like um, Lolita had the first name of this gentleman, but didn't have the last name. And sometimes if it's an abstract, it was 1980s, and he said his paintings were selling for $3,000, they might have continued to, um, it might be a town or someone like this. I don't know who the person was. But if I have to know the name, or sometimes when it's just image, then we're just selling it by our gut. I'm just right. saying here, this thing here is where it looks like a $300 painting to me. If you want to sell, you know, and then we have to use time. We have to have someone comes in who agrees with us that it's a $300 painting. Okay, right. my wife wants to June, say something. June, are, do you have it on the wall? Are you enjoying it right now? Uh, no. <laughs> it's in storage. <laughs> no, I, it's not on the wall. Um, my husband inherited from his, you know, I guess his father, and uh, it's been sitting here. And, of course, my husband, you know, passed away, so I'm going through his that. belongings, finding things that I didn't even realize he had. I was aware of this, but we did nothing with it. And I have to say, looking at it, it looks quite rough. Like the the frame that the I'm using the word canvas is on. The frame looks like it was you know wood that was kind of homemade and, and you know. Yeah, no, they they would have done it like that. No, yeah. do not do not. That's not going to run against it right now. If it's got rips or holes or scratches or something like that. Yes, but please don't think it's not worth anything because of that. Because mm-hmm. if we have the right kind of painting in place. Um, but it's something you should either send me off a picture, uh, if you can, or you can bring it right into our store and I can take a look at it. Yeah. You know, now right. if there's other items, um, like you say, you know, my wife read, read down the list of, uh, um, sports memorabilia, other collectibles or old, um, trade manuals, old, um, a lot of paper stuff. Right. What's not selling right now is furniture. Right. Furniture is really yeah. tough. Well, and, I don't have that, but I know I found, um, uh, program from I think it's the uh, Buffalo uh, hockey game, and it signed. I just can't figure out who the signature is of. I went through inside the list of the players on the Buffalo team at that time. Yeah, and can't find it. I found a, a mount for a walking stick. Okay, it's like a piece of tin or whatever, and it has some some logo on it. <laughs> See, that's where you bring them in to us. I recognize stuff. I'm, I'm smarter yeah. in real life than I am on the, on the radio station here. Right. On, uh, I could probably recognize the, uh, the autograph. And right. then if it's yeah. got a certain amount of value, then what we do is we say we get it, uh, certified. Mm-hmm. Like say it's Tim Horton. Tim Horton on a Buffalo autograph, a Buffalo program. Probably right. $250. Mm-hmm. You know, but you'd recognize the Tim Horton. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. uh, Punch Imlac was down there. There's a number of, see, Right. I see stuff. This is what happens. A lot of time people bring in a coin collection or a comic collection or sports cards or, or Delft or whatever they're bringing in. Because I've been doing this so long, I can do in 10 minutes what can take them five hours to right. do. Because I'll recognize the good things, the bad things, and where I have questions. And I just say, okay, I'm not sure what this is, but I know where to look and find out. I'm right. not, I don't know everything, but I know people who do. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, I'd like to see the items. The painting could be, uh, this is where, I, I don't know how many times I go into people's houses and they have all the things they think are pretty and worth money on the table. And then I'll find, I'll be walking in, I'll go past something that's worth $2,000 and everything on the table is worth $200. Right. And it's the things that they don't think are worth money. This is why my favorite places are probably the attic and the, and the garage and the basement. Right. Much to my wife's chagrin. Uh-oh, well, she's no, about to I say something. What I want to say is because... Um, Paul's customers are the world, um, that uh, he, he knows what sells and what doesn't sell. So if you have something, you're not aware of the value of it, that's great because uh, he's got a lot of antique knowledge. Thank <laughs> you. Right. You're biased, though, aren't you? Yes. Okay. You have to bring it in to let me take a look at it, and you'd be surprised. when If it's bad news, might as well find out right away, and then you, then you give it to someone you don't like. How's mm-hmm. that? And if it's good news, we sell it and you spend the money. Okay? Right. Do you have other things, June, that you're disposing of? Right. Yeah, he has a, my husband had a, it was a a lighter, but I I always said it was in the shape of a bullet, but actually it stands up tall and I guess it would be in the shape of a rocket. Yeah, no, they sell for probably uh, 25 to $45, is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. You know, a lot of the stuff that right. uh, people still collect, anything in smoking memorabilia, not as much here, but around the world. Mm-hmm. Like I say, we buy from Toronto or can take consignments from Toronto, and we sell to the world. And right. the reason we sell to the world is because the world has more money. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we get the most amount of money if we can for you on that. Right, okay, so um, you're on uh, in Richmond Hill on Young Street. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I have that 10,341 10, Young Street. Yes, we are. And it's, uh, we're south of, we're about 75 feet south of the beer store and north of Major Mac. South of what store? There's a beer store there. Oh, Everyone knows okay. where the beer store <laughs> If you, if you're lost, just ask somebody in town, where's the beer store? And they'll right. say, they'll point. Okay, it's over there. Yeah. What about parking? <laughs> parking. We got lots of free parking right outside. We have a lot for about 100 cars. Yeah. Okay. Very good. And, um, Monday to Friday or? Monday to Saturday. The only day we're not there is here because we're here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Very good. Okay. Thank you. I'll go through his drawer and pick up all the other stuff. Junk. Yeah. <laughs> and you know something? You can call my store at 905-737-4653 and ask. Just say, is Paul there? And I'll say, you'll say, I got this, 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 and this. And I'll say, that might be good. That might be yeah. not. That's as good. And I'll, I'll, I'll save you some time and effort. Right. I don't mind doing this. What I do, we are, we're here to help people. We like to make money, but we are here to help people. Right. Like, and I want to say that someone should have done that this week. I, I had a, my sad story of the week is somebody, a little lady, a lady, someone in, a picker, one of the pickers comes into our store because we pay the most money for silver and gold, said he bought $300. A lady had $300 in silver coins. They were $300 face. He paid her because she wanted $300 for $3,000 of silver. It almost made me ashamed to be in the business I'm in because that's that's wrong. We're allowed to make money, but we're not allowed to rip off people. There's well, a person who should have gotten a sec- to get the second, second opinion. opinion. <laughs> no, no, but this is really bad. And the person's supposed to, even if someone offers you like that, you're supposed to say, no, I can pay you more. You know, this is, that was really bad. And like I say, this is, it happened. And the person came in and even my staff said, you know, they, they said, this is wrong, Paul. We shouldn't even be dealing with this guy. that He didn't do this. You know, they said that. 
uh, because and we we get all sorts, but we and we have people who go to people's houses, knock on the door, and I'll buy this, I'll buy that, or like the person who bought the eighty thousand dollar statue for five thousand to pay for their day, or they go into someone's house and buy a two hundred fifty dollar teacup for ten dollars to pay for their time. It's not. I'm saying this to the listeners out there. It's not up to you to make someone else money. They don't have. It's not up to you to make them make their money. They should be fair with you. And they should be giving you good prices, and you should be getting second opinions on this stuff, okay? And I'm just saying no because some people take advantage, and this is this is that is very very wrong. But I want to go, and I'm going to talk about that. Uh, and it's not just the guys that go to your people's houses. I'm going to talk about this for a second. I know we have some kind of people online there. Give the phone number out, Marianne. Four one six three six zero zero seven four zero one eight. Six six seven four zero four seven four zero toll free. So if you have something you want Paul to appraise, he would love to. Okay. Now is is Rick on the phone? Oh, we gotta talk to Rick. I forgot about Rick. It's been so big. We've been a hectic cake uh, course here today. Rick, how Hi, you doing? Marianne. Good morning, Rick. Hi, Marianne. Good morning. Nice to Rick. hear you on the on, on the radio show. <laughs> This one, thank I'm you. doing great. How, how are things going with you? Uh, wonderful. Thank you. How are you? Good. I'm doing great. Are you working today? Absolutely. It's always the busiest day of the week, Sunday for me. Sunday. I know. We, so, do, we try and get, grab a little bit of his time out today. Because uh, now what we want to talk about a little bit today is on, um, Rick is from Royal LePage Professional, Real Estate Professionals. And what's your right. phone number there? Because I, sometimes I forget to My, give it out. Right. My phone number is 416-258-3972. And uh, that's my direct line. I can be reached anytime, day or night at that number. And you get you give out free con- you give a consultation. If someone's thinking about making that decision to get rid of their house and they want to right. downsize or they want to, right. they might want to upsize. We don't know, but they want to get you rid of their know. house. You How- never know. How can you? How do you help them? Well, one of the things we first do is we go in uh, and we, we do a market evaluation of their home. And uh, one of the things that uh, I like to talk about in today's show is that some of those people, they have someone that they know already or they have a friend or a family member that's in the business, which is fine providing that you're, you're considering the number one most important thing you have to consider when you're hiring uh, an agent is are they going to have your best interest at heart or their own? Yeah. And this is where someone like me comes in, where we evaluate your property uh, based on the comparable sales uh, in the current market, and we try to maximize what you're going to get for your house. We also help out in getting the house ready, because uh, mm-hmm. sometimes people who have owned the property for many, many years, and they're just so full of their, their stuff, as you guys call it, that they're overwhelmed. Um, and with your help, we can go in. And, and help them declutter, 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 which is what I always insist on doing, and to help get the house sale ready to maximize what you get for the property. Yeah. Like I say, I know one person, one uh, client we had about a year ago, they end up losing $200,000 by having a wow. friend do the job instead of a professional. They listed it, they listed the wrong price, wrong time, mm-hmm. and didn't do, we, we tried to advise them about decluttering. But they they sold it before the place was empty, 
And it's mm-hmm. and the bottom line is the house that was next door or two doors down that was smaller on a smaller lot got more money. And it's like yes. you can't put any yeah. other way. They just made a huge mistake, you know. Yes. Yes. So and, it, it takes it takes uh it takes very little to to uh alter a person's uh perception of the property when they walk through it. And so for so little, uh uh you, you end up you end up losing so much. So it's very important to have the right agent in there to help you out. Uh, we're here to take the stress out of uh, selling your home, and that means we're in there from, uh, we see it through, uh, and we're trying to get it done quickly, too, because a lot of agents may take the listing and the thing will linger on the market for months and months and months, and then you have to chase the market down. You end up taking less for the house than if you just sold it right out of the gate. That's, you know something, I'd almost ask my agent before if I had my cousin or second cousin doing it. I said, when was the last time you sold a house? If they tell me it was three years ago, I don't know if I want them from an agent right away. You know, I mean, like, obviously they're not good at what they're doing, but they are a second cousin. But okay. Right. That's just me. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to come up with a little bit of common sense here. So Correct, correct. What we're doing, I know this. Go ahead. I was going to say, the other thing you have to look out for, too, when you are interviewing agents uh, be careful of, of the traps where some agents might come in and even overvaluate the property just to get the listing. And then they'll say, oh, well, you know, we have to reduce, reduce, reduce. Or then you're going to get agents that come in to make their job easier, undervaluate the property where you end up losing, like you said, $200,000. Or you get agents that do nothing to the property or help you do anything to it where you might get more for it. Uh, and just what it gets, it gets, and you end up uh, finding out down the road that you could have gotten more for the property. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is why it's important to have a professional agent. Now, what's your number again? And I really want people to call you, and they don't have to use your service. You can get the free consultation. They don't have to do anything, but compare it. Exactly. Yeah, compare it to your second cousin's neighbor's boyfriend, okay, (laughs) who's doing this. I want people to do this. I said, I I don't know how many times I say, get a second opinion on this show. If I'm giving that advice, I am never wrong giving that advice. Take it a second opinion. My other things are the garbage man doesn't go around with a checkbook and do, do not donate to people who have more money than you do. So what's your phone number? My, my phone number and I can be uh, reached anytime there and night is 416-258. Three nine seven two. Thank you very much, Rick. Now we we have to go to a break because we have to pay for all the stuff we're doing. And my wife's going to give out the phone numbers here. She did. I'm have to make her work here today. Yeah, yeah I, I'm new at. Thank this. you, Rick. New at this, and uh, the phone number is four one six three six zero o seven four o, and the toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And you can read part of the list in case they And the list of things goes on and on. Uh, sports memorabilia, typewriters, tobacco, oil and gas signs, fire hydrants, furniture, old comics, cups and saucers. Oh, we're going to talk about signs, that after the break. Harley Davidson stuff. Yes. Uh, lawn furniture, cottage collectibles, old hockey tickets or even hockey stubs. We were talking about that with the Raptors stuff. Okay. So we'll go to a break and we'll be right back. And then we'll also have the gold prices. And we're going to give you a couple, another story about uh, my, my collector tomatoes. Okay, thanks. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? 
An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. We're back. Okay. Now, I want last week, and for people who are watching us on uh, live streaming... I hope this is in the picture. Okay, I don't even know. Yeah, it is. This is what we were showing last week. Some of this is from uh, the Royal Canadian Mint, okay? And I talk about this story because this here, and I'm reading right out of their own pamphlet, this they're trying to sell for $1,320 or 10 payments of $138.20 or whatever it is. But this they were giving you. They're nice enough to give you for $1,320, give you $220 in silver. Okay? Now, this is not the way to invest. And they're, they're, they're preying on the grandmothers who are going to give it to their grandkids, or they're preying on people who think it's an investment. Oh, it's coins. It's got to be worth a lot of money. But when you're selling $1,300 for something for $1,300 that's worth uh, $200, that's a problem. Now, what in that, was that... What year was that? Oh, this is about 10 years ago, 15 years ago they were making this. But this is why they're coming up with prices on this. So, and like, it's, I feel bad. We go to the people with the collector dolls they paid $500 for, and I tell them we get $6 for them today. Once you see the words collector or special edition or uh, investment, when someone's telling you to invest in something, you got to worry about it. Now, I wanted, like, this is why I'm coming up with my special edition collector item, Pounds of tomatoes, okay? Now, people can buy these from us for $428 a pound. I'm going to, there's only, we're limiting it to only 20, 20 pounds of these collector tomatoes. And would people buy them at $420 a pound? Should they buy them? No, of course they shouldn't. And I'll make them into 10 easy payments of $42 each. Now, I'm still... I feel bad about this because people are buying this kind of item when they're buying it from these dolls. They buy those collector plates, okay? Like, you don't know that what happened was as soon as you have something old, your 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 head's no, going no, down. Tomatoes, I guess. No, no, but this is part of it. Next week we're going to have uh, collector uh, squashes. Nobody and then we're going to have squat and we're going to have collector lima beans. And after that, we're going to have, we're going to, as soon as they do all the vegetables, we'll go into the fruits. Okay. This is the actual thinking of these companies yeah. that do this yeah. stuff and they go on TV and they say limited edition. It's limited to how much we can sell of this stuff. Okay. But, you know, I when feel I go bad. into a post office and I see uh, the the Royal Canadian Mint with their fancy coins and things, they look gorgeous. Some people don't go in and say, oh, I want, I'm thinking investment. 
I just want to buy a, a, a neat I know. package thing for, I don't know, $49, But they're selling them as, some places are selling them as investment. This person bought two of these at $1,320. Well, I had one customer who bought five. He turned three hundred. And ninety thousand dollars worth worth of coins, he turned them into one hundred and forty three thousand. Yeah, but maybe he didn't need the money, and he was. He just bought five of each. Decided. His kids were not happy with the decision. Okay, he turned three ninety into one hundred and forty three, and we were outbidding our neighbor who was on the other side of the wall by almost ten thousand dollars on this. He wasn't even buying them back. Okay, but my point is. I want you to be wary. If I can get one person just to think it through sometimes of what you're getting. So when they say it's, oh, it's, it's solid silver, it's only a half an ounce of solid silver. You should not be buying it for a hundred dollars. You should be buying a half an ounce of silver is worth ten dollars. Okay. Being, I know I'm getting rate ranting no, about no, this because people come into my store and they tell me my dad paid uh, $10,000 for this collection. We, and we feel bad. We say, well, it's worth about, uh, $920 in today's bill money. And, and I said, but when go take a look at our neighbors, see what they'll pay. And I said, but this is the, the market that was then. This is now. And we feel bad for them because people, I see the list and, and they get the bills. Here's what I paid. They show me the invoice. They say, I paid this. I paid this. I paid this. And they are on a subscription service. They have to keep on buying it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like the only ones that made out good were the people who bought gold. If you bought 1970s or you bought silver, and the only thing is the collective value is not good. It's just a silver value on it. So educating yourself is important. I'm educating. I'm trying to educate some of the listeners there. educator here. Yes, Yes, but unless someone wants some of these collector tomatoes of mine, I know that I I don't expect a lot of people to buy, but that story is going to just float away. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Now we're also going to give the price. Now in that vein, I want to give the price of gold and silver today. Okay, ten, if you go into a store, and and I'd say this, uh, gold, if it's 10-carat gold, you should be getting about $19.80 per gram. That's what we're paying. 14-carat gold is, and you, the place you go into will have a scale. If you're buying it from a gold and silver, selling to a gold and silver place, they should be able to tell you the weight of the stuff. 14-carat gold is twenty-seven seventy-two. 18 karat, I want you to copy these numbers down in case you're selling it this week. 18 karat gold is 35.64. Silver is 48 cents per gram for sterling silver. Okay? That is the price we're paying for sterling silver. And your dollar, your silver coins, like your four quarters or 10 dimes or silver dollar before 1966, we're paying $10 right now. So, I want you to know this, that if you're going into the store, and, and I, I mean, the prices over and go up and down, but it's going to go up like 10, 20 cents. It, it's not going to be up that much. If you go into a store and they're offering you 30 cents a gram for your silver, please don't sell it to it. Sell them to us. Now, if you have four grams, it's not worth the trip. But if you've got two or three kilos, it's worth the trip to Richmond Hill. We buy from all the dealers, and we should be buying from some of the public. Okay. Now, if you have any questions, my guys will also run it through. They'll say, here you've got 14 gram, you've got 10 grams of 10 carat, so we're going to pay you $198 for that. Any store you go into, even if it's not us, and we'd like us to be the second opinion, but ask them, how many grams do I have and what is the carat? If the store that you go into cannot tell you this, do not sell it to them, okay? They do know it. They just don't want to tell you. They just say this blob is worth $500. Tell them to break it down for you. 
If they're being honest, they can break it down in a New York second. Okay? So any t- and you can call my store, 905-737-4653, and find out we're, what we're paying for gold or silver that second. We will tell you. We are not ashamed of our prices. Somebody might pay more. If someone pays more, sell it to them. That's the thing about second opinions. When you get the when you get a second opinion, use the higher one if you're going to sell it. Okay. Oh, wonderful! Thank okay. you. Okay. <laughs> Go to. Uh, we have Nan in Oshawa. Hi, Nan. How are you doing today with your old postcards? Thank you. Um, we have, my husband's got an old postcard from 1834. Can't be can't be a postcard. It's got to be a picture of something. But postcards, I think, started around, I don't know, 1890, 1885 or something like that with stamps. It might be it might be a picture from 1834, but when was it postmarked? Well, it's in a frame, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah, old postcards. The thing about them is not, okay, everyone knows about the Happy Easter, Merry Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving. Those generally, unless they're done by a certain artist, aren't worth a lot. They're worth... A dollar, two dollars. And some of it were done by certain artists who were worth a lot of money. What we want on postcards generally is small town America or small town Canada. We want, uh, Smithville, Ontario. We want, uh, Hagersville. We want, um, Kitchener when it was a smaller town, you know, turn of the century. We want real photos. We don't want even a sepia tone. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, uh, a hand-colored photo. We want a photo, the actual photos of Main Street with pictures of people, things, storefronts, that kind of things. People want to recapture the past. They can go up to several hundreds of dollars for old postcards. Uh-oh, my wife wants no, to say. No, Nan, I'd be interested. You have it framed so you enjoy it and you have it on the wall? Uh-oh, you lost Nan? No, I'm here. <laughs> Nan, yeah. you framed it, so I'm more curious. My, my husband framed it himself. So yeah. he loved it enough. And is there writing on the back of it? There's a whole bunch of stuff on it. Yeah. So you, you're mean, enjoying it. Actually, he's got it in the car because we're going to be stopping and you see if, you know, if it's worth anything. Oh, yeah. where are you taking it? I don't know yet. Okay. Okay. I'd like to see it depends on what the image is or, and sometimes in most cases, the stamp is not worth anything different. Okay. Uh, okay. Postage do will make a difference. Sometimes a tax stamp on it. I mean, the the postal stamp. But most of it's the image in the front and what condition it is. Like in the old days, someone had a camera last week and I said that it was meant for taking postcard pictures. You took a picture of uh, your uh, a downtown, um, I don't know, uh, London, Ontario. And uh, uh, what happens is and if you took a picture of maybe the uh, a building that's no longer there, people want to collect that. Okay. Yeah, and I said the postcard that you get out of this camera will be worth more than the camera itself. People yeah. want the images. And these well, things, because you can't read something that's no longer there, you can't get another image of it. Okay? Well, this one's big enough that it's been folded and then folded four times. Okay. I'd have to see. It sounds like probably uh, uh, a souvenir piece, and it might be, and some of those are worth money. But it mainly the postcard era was the big time of postcards was from about 1900 to 1915, right before the war. A lot yeah. of postcards were made in England uh, or printed in Germany. 
because they had the better they had the better printing over there, and they would be uh, printed over there and then sent back over here. Uh, people, or unless you had an original postcard, um, the the time period that people are always trying to collect is that time period as well. So, and, and like that's how you communicate. This is right before telephones, before wire service. You could <laughs> yeah. send no, you could send off a postcard for one cent. How are you? We're coming to visit you, or here, look at us. We're having a great time at this beach. You know what I mean? Um, things yeah. that don't sell are um, uh, lakes, mountains, trees. Animals. Some of these don't sell. People, yeah. places. Uh, well, there's a lot of people. A lot of acti- activity in this one. Lots of activity. I'd like to see it. And you okay. might have some other stuff as well. So come and visit us up at uh, 10,341. But we're running out of show. 10,341. Young Street. Young Street. The longest street in the world. And we're halfway well, up we, it. We know that. Okay. okay. It's also got a plumber. Is that what I A what? Plumbo. Plum. Yeah. Plum. What yeah, is... Yeah. You know, when people are building buildings and they, they have to have a straight line. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the, some of the old tools, if it's signed or something like that, but they, they were all... Because they're made out of brass and then that they, they last forever. So unless someone wants to collect it, not a lot of money. Okay? Okay, do. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you, Nan. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. And... Um, Uh, Again, we have uh, our local number is 416-360-0740, and the toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. You know there's only three minutes left in the show, right? Well, I found (laughs) that very interesting that uh, Nan's husband is driving around with the postcard in his car right now. Well, no, people are allowed to do that. No, but wait a minute. We have to. We have to pay for some. I want to go back to June fifteenth in Aberfoyle, two Saturdays from now. I want people to go there. Okay, they'll see postcards there. They'll see all sorts of stuff. I'd like them to go out that day. Plan this day. Plan Tell this it now. Day. No, I would say plan the day. And uh, if you have grandchildren, give mom and dad a break and say, "I'm going to take the grandchildren to Aberfoyle." What? Mom okay. and dad would love that. <laughs> and- okay. Okay, good. And I want also, now I want to say, if people miss the show, this show, you can miss, and you can miss, you can catch older shows on Zoomer Radio. You can go to our, we have a podcast that are on there all the time. You can go to, um, Paul and, Paul and Bogart, uh, and Consignment Heroes and see, listen to past shows. We were live streaming today. This is the first time you know you're on film today, eh? Did that little thing there is a camera. Well, okay. Okay. So what I know is when I try to find the show, I'm someone that needs actually it all written out how I actually go there and do I do that on a computer? Yes, that's what okay. you do. Okay. Okay. No, no, that's what you're supposed to be doing. So you've given us a whole different perspective today. You know this, eh? Good. Like Bogart would just <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't have that kind of patience. Bogart was sick today, but I also want people to visit my friend at Clapperson's Corners. I want to be and my friends at. Uh, uh, Southworks Antique Mall. And like I said, there are, there are three completely, they all deal in antiques, Aberfoyle, Clappisons, and uh, uh, Southworks, but they all deal with antiques in a different way. One's inside, two of them are inside, one's outside. Aberfoyle's obviously outside. 
And it, it is worth it. You can go antiquing, as we say. Antiquing. I was saying yeah. that. It's a great Now, we also, I wanted to talk about, we also buy silver plate. And I'm trying to tell people this, because I was at a house this week, and they threw out the silver plate. Silver plate, I would have given them $200 worth. They said there was two banana boxes full of silver plate. Now, before you go on, before we have to, go Raptors, go. Yes. Sure. Like, come on. Yay, yay, team. Go, team. And if anyone has tickets, we're, we're me and Bogey. No, Bogey can't go. He's under the weather. I'd like to go, but I'm going to go. I'm, I'm saving up. I'd like him to. I actually want him to sweep. This the... might be your last time to see the Raptors at home because I think they're going to sweep Golden State. How's that for uh, a prediction? I, agree. I concur on that. <laughs> Thank you for Thank listening. You. Don't Thank bet you. that way. Bogart will return <laughs> with a sense of humor. <laughs> Bye. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air and The Garden Show.